this teaching is a subtopic under the topic that we dealt with uh, very significantly for about eight weeks. We talked about the traditions of men are trapped by your traditions, being that people who are still trapped or who are still trying to perform uh, in order to be right before God. And we know, again, that we are up under a different covenant than those of Israel of old, and we're justified by the finished work of Jesus. But still, there are those who are still trying to perform their way to be right before God. And as a result, they become not only stuck or in bondage, but they are never satisfied or their conscience is never at ease because they're forever trying to measure up based upon what they do. And we discovered throughout this teaching that we're no longer under the law, which we were never born under that covenant. We've explained that. But we are under what? Grace. We've seen that Jesus Christ is full of grace and truth. Matter of fact, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came through who? Jesus Christ. And we also seen that uh, grace, when we're talking about grace, we're actually talking about the man Jesus. For it came or he came in the form of a person we've seen. So when we talk about grace, we're talking about the unmerited favor, the unending love, God's enabling power working through us. Are you here? So the last couple of weeks, again, we have dealt with under grace. Last week, we talked about grace consciousness. Say that, grace consciousness. And we dealt with, and I want to deal a little bit more in the area of not being sin conscious, and some, some of us are so sin conscious that we, we, we can't walk into freedom. And, and let me say this, beloved, um, our consciousness or our sin consciousness, you have to believe this or you have to know this, has been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> no, so, so when you realize that the blood of Jesus has cleansed me, from those feelings of guilt and condemnation. See, that's a whole nother liberty. So you have to not only know this, you have to sell that fact. Why? Because we have peace with God. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you have to know this, beloved. And I, ooh, write this down. Write this down. I need you to write this down. Notice we're talking about, for the subheading today, we're talking about a cleansed conscience because of his blood. A cleansed conscience because of his blood. And I want you to know that if you are in here today and you are someone who has never accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, if you're someone who is a sinner by way of what Adam did, being that I've never uh, received Jesus into my life. We were all born into sin, okay? I want you to know that the Lord loves you very, very much. <laughs> Say that. The Lord loves me very, very much. Understand this. Even in my mess, even with what I am going through at this moment, God still loves me. Yeah, Pastor, I hear you, Reverend, but you don't understand my situation. Even with your situation and me not knowing your situation, God loves you with an everlasting, unconditional love. See, you have to know this. 
I would even dare say that to the believer. You need to know this because you have believers who feel like God does not love them. And see, it is not, and I would write this down, until we are able to understand God correctly are we free to, or, 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 or we are able to serve him freely. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. You need to write this down. It's not until we are able to understand God correctly or it's not until we are able to understand God correctly are we you writing it down able to serve him freely so if I don't understand him correctly I cannot serve him freely so in order for me to serve God freely, I, I, I have to understand, Brother Moore, how he loves me correctly. And religion has not taught us how to love God correctly. Religion has taught us that God only loves me if I do this, if I live this way. Now, now let me say this. When I say religion, we're talking about man trying to work his way right before God based upon what he does. That's religion. Any religion. See, that's why every other religion is about what you do, while having a relationship with Jesus is about what he done. See, that's what set Christianity apart. It's not based upon what you do. It's based upon what he done. Are you here? So, so, so you have to understand this. And again, even Christians, we've been so uh, uh, beat down and condemned and, 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 and taught, not necessarily always uh, through willful intent, maybe because of teaching things handed down, as we learn. We, we've been taught the gospel message somewhat incorrectly. Not in its completeness. And see, again, religion teaches you to do good works in order to be accepted by God. That's what religion does. And let me tell you something. <laughs> God is not necessarily more concerned about your behavior than he is how you believe. He's not concerned about your behavior, minister. He's concerned about your belief. Because if you believe right, your behavior will come into line. And see, we're trying to get people to act right, Brother Damien, and they have not learned how to believe right. He's not concerned about how you act. No, he's concerned about how you believe. See, well, prove that. Well, if he's concerned about how I act now, again, it's based upon my performance. No, he's concerned about how you believe. Because if you believe right, but we've been taught the opposite, act right. And it's jacked up our belief for a lot of people. So you have to stop believing that you have to work hard to be good enough for God. Just believe right. Listen, no, no, I'm going to take my time with this because, listen, I cannot uproot 15, 20 years of incorrect, improper teaching for some in two sermons. In five 45-minute messages. 
That's why once we leave, we have to take it upon ourselves to study this word. Get it in us. Believe it. And don't let anyone move me out of my seated position. Are you here? So we have to stop believing that we have to, you know, do all this hard work to be good enough for God. And, and, and let me say this. Rules and rituals have never cleansed people's heart. Rules and rituals have never cleansed people. That's why they keep doing it. It has never cleansed the heart, nor does it make you right before God. Are you here? So, you know, we talked about, and we, I want to go here, and get this, understanding the gospel of grace, which we found out is the finished work of Jesus. Paul, uh, we've seen that the apostle Paul said, this ministry that I'm completing is the ministry of the gospel of grace. Who remember saying that in the book of Acts? Okay? So when we talk about the gospel of grace, we're talking about the finished work of Jesus, what he accomplished. Are you here? So, listen, it, 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 this is the thing. And when you understand the good news of Jesus, you do good works because you've been accepted. See, see, we've seen in Titus that grace makes us eager to do the right thing. So when you really understand the message of grace, you, you, you understand that ungodliness is not my thing. You understand that living right is what I want to do. It makes me eager to do the right thing. Okay? And I'm trying to prevent from going there. If you want to put it up, Tamara, that's good. But uh, I want to move along. And see, this is, this is something else religion has done. Religion still have some believing that there are still sinners after you receive Christ as your Savior. Listen, once you receive Jesus as your Savior, you are now a son. You are no longer a sinner. Hold on. So, 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 so stop, stop. With, we have to stop with this false humility. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Well, you're either, a, 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 you're either someone who's been saved by grace or still a sinner. Which one are you? So once you are born again, you are a, let me show you something because someone has to get this. See, because, li listen, again, you can't serve God freely until you first understand God correctly. That's how I should have said it the first time. And I believe that's how the Holy Spirit gave it to me, Minister K. But when I wrote it down, I had messed it up. I should have asked the Lord say that again. Are you here? So, so, so we, have, we have to know this. Watch this now. Uh, uh, so, so stop declaring that you are a sinner saved by grace, those of you who are believers. You are a son now. And, and, and we, so, he's not talking about gender. Son talking about someone who is made in the same, uh, who has the same nature, character of God. Okay? Now, let me show you this. <laughs> Galatians, Galatians 3.26, New King James first. So, so, again, religion would have us believe that we're still sinners even after we're saved. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And, and let me say this. But after we're born again, God chooses to completely forget about our past sins. Hold on. Therefore, we should too, daughter. That's why we should no longer have a sin consciousness. 
Are you here? Let me, let me tell you something. You're no longer a sinner after you've been saved. Okay. Now, you still have the ability to fall short. But you're no longer a sinner. See, that's important to living free in this liberty or standing firm in this liberty whereby Christ has set you free. And once you're born again, and see, I, I want to show you this. God no longer deals with you on the basis of your sin. Because that matter has been settled. If it wasn't, then we would still have to keep offering sacrifices over and over. So he has dealt with you in that area. I'm going to show you. But again, religion doesn't teach that. Come get saved again. Well, Rev, at what point is enough? Because I've gotten saved 700 times this year. At what time will, will it be enough that I won't have to keep doing this over and over? So what they're saying is, no, nah, you haven't got it right. Come back again. That's not what's being taught to us. What's being taught to us is you're going to hell, you old dirty low-down dog. That's not the God we serve. Are you here? For you are. Ow! Sons of God through faith. So you are either a sinner or a son. You have to know the difference. If you are a believer, you are a son. And you have full rights and privileges as a son. Put up the amp amplified version. See, you're gonna have to come back next week because I'm not even had I'm not nowhere near getting through this today. For you who are what? Born again, have been reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified, and are all, talking about those who are born again now, uh, now we're all God's creation, but we're not all God's children. We become God's children through our rebirth. That's another sermon. And all the children got set apart what? For his purpose with full rights and privileges through faith in Christ. Do you see this? So listen. When you understand this, you can joyfully enjoy your relationship with Jesus. Why? Because the old sinful self is gone. That's why, that's why, man of God, he can't deal with you on the basis of your sin. Why? Because you are a new creation now. The old man was buried. Who gets this? See, but you, you, you have to see this, DJ. You have to know that I'm a son. Oh, I slipped last night. I'm, I, I slipped as a son. But his grace makes me eager to get up and keep running. See, y'all. Ooh, I slipped as his daughter. Well, you just a daughter who fell. Get up. Why? Because understanding grace makes you eager to do the right thing. So when he called you next week, oh, that was last week. Well, we got it. Yeah, yeah, this is a new day. 
You should have got me yesterday. I, I, it's a new day. I know who I am. <laughs> who was that for? Don't raise your hand. Don't, don't undo it. <laughs> Second Corinthians 5 and 17. I just read it. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new cre- creation. New creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. So you have to get this. My salvation is based in the finished work of Jesus, which cannot be undone. No matter what you say or do. That's why Satan wants you to be unbelieving. (laughs) You hear? You have to settle that fact. That I'm a son. And you can't let preachers tell you you're not. Why? Because they're looking at you on the basis of your performance. And if I'm trying to measure you up based upon your performance, none of us will ever, ever be right in the eyes of God. But he's not looking at you in lieu of what you've done. He's looking at you in light of the finished work. So our salvation is based on or based in the finished work of Jesus. Let me show you something. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. Who's getting something? I want to show you something here. Because, again, we're trying to get to that place where we understand, where we understand that I've been cleansed from a sin conscience by the blood of Jesus. So that's why Paul tells us, reckon yourself as being dead while the old man was buried. So why do you... Why do you keep identifying your new man with someone who's been buried? That's not you. That's why, as a believer, you're not a reformed anything. You made new. Yo. You hear? I'm a former. That's what we trying to be humble. Once you're made new, don't declare I'm a former. I'm, I'm a new creation now. That man dead. That woman died seven years ago. I'm the new Keisha. Keisha, don't you remember? Girl, you used to turn I, I, You sure we had the right Keisha? I know who you're talking about, but that Keisha died. Oh, y'all missing this, man. You... See, you have to reckon yourself to be dead. All right, that old Keisha. Try to resurrect because you don't let somebody talk you into. Are you here? He made us, he made Christ who. Guys, you can read with me. Okay? He made Christ who knew no sin to judicially be sin on. See, again, when you're born again, man of God, he doesn't deal with you anymore based on your sin nature because that has been dealt with. He deals with you now on the basis of being a son. Why? Because now you have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Are you here? 
He made Christ who knew no sin to judicially be sin on our behalf so that in him, we not what we do. So we're not righteous based upon what we do. We're righteous in him because of him. We're righteous. Uh, we become the righteous of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by the grace, by his grace and loving kind. So will you declare this to those of you who are believers? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am. See, this is going to be hard for you to say because you're still thinking about what you did last night. I spoke to my wife in two days. See, see, that grace can make you eager to talk to her today. But, 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 but see, because that sin consciousness, which we should be, we should no, no longer have because we were cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You still have to know, even we, we kind of, uh, See, again, Pastor, please let these people know we've been talking, okay? Because everybody look, at, everybody look immediately at Pastor. When I, this is an example. He ain't talking to his wife. No, again, we're under new covenant now. I, hold, hold on. Our marriage is no longer under the law. Under the law. It was all kind of stuff going on. We are under grace now. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> so say this. I am in right standing with God. See, you have to believe that. And see, knowing that, Sister Moore, it'll make me all the more eager to run out of the nonsense. Notice, positionally, we're right. But our practice is what we're left to do. That means walking an upright life. And the more we practice this, it makes us look more like our position which is reflection of Christ. That's why the more, you, you know, we're being sanctified day by day. We're maturing day by day. And day by day, we should look more and more like Christ. Are you here? So we're made right how? Righteous because of what Jesus did. Not by any works of righteousness we have done, but according to what he's done. You've seen that in Titus 3, 5. Listen, choose, because this is a place, one message is not going to do it. You have to be, you have to know and be confident in it. Even when, you, you, because religious people, you know what they say, if you miss it, oh, you're just a hypocrite. Back to that couple we hadn't talked in two days. He's just a hypocrite. Walk around here talking about you, man of God. You're just a hypocrite. See, you can't let them get you out of that. Who was that for? <laughs> when is the next marriage trap session, Tamara? <laughs> oh, okay. Because I want to save that for that. I don't want to get off the point on people's marriage. 
Amen. Just do like the minister said back there, put it under grace today. <laughs> We're going to put it under grace. But, but choose to release the guilt and shame of what happened in your past. Write that down. I choose to release the guilt and shame of what happened in my past. Release it. Why? Because that has been dealt with. So why are you still seeing consciousness? Are you here? And, and what's disheartening, we still keep hearing sermons that are preoccupied with sin. In relation to talking to the believer. And, and believers are still being condemned, although they are sons. <laughs> are you here? So what happens, you can end up with a seared conscience. With a seared consciousness. Let me show you something. And, 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 and when you hear messages like that, you know, and condemning based upon what you do, we, we ignorantly begin to think that our behavior can make us saved one day and unsaved the next. Because it all depends how I walk that day. You know, if I went the whole day without cussing somebody out, I'm saved. But if I cuss you, I'm just the old sinner. Saved. See, that's not, you, you don't know, you, you have to know who you are. Are you here? Let me show you something. And this is happening even today, man. 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. And I, and I, I need to say this because any, and I've showed you this in weeks past, any punishment. Now, I'm not saying there are no consequences behind going out here acting crazy. But any punishment relative to our sin, uh, which God when we received Christ, that was dealt with. Any punishment, Christ took it that we deserve. Any punishment we deserve, he bore that. And I'm saying that to say we have to stop telling people that that bad thing happened to you because God trying to get your attention. Again, God corrects us through educating us through his word. Are you here? When Hebrews talk about, in Hebrews it says, uh, there's a verse that says, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, God chasing those whom he loved. That word chasing in the Greek, it literally means educates. So God educates those whom he loved through his word. Now, if God has to hurt me to, 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 to do right again, he's judged me based on my performance. So why are you preaching to me? Telling me, again, you're still trying to make all the break, all, all the blessings going to come when you get yourself together. No. I've already been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. See, again, they trying, people are trying to get you to act right. And see, if you believe right, the blessings can still manifest based on your believing. Because I know even in my imperfection, I still choose to say what God says about me. And, and, and because of that, I can still receive what he promised me because it's not based on what I do. It's based on how I believe. 
And if you can believe right, you can still, see, uh, okay, let, let, let me show you that. That's why you can have somebody who puts certain biblical principles in motion just as ruthless as all. But because they are in rhythm with the agreement of that principle, it's working for them. Then you have somebody who want to shout all day long, all night long, God bless that, and still nothing manifested because you're trying to get it through a shout. You're trying to get it through acting right. No, they come through believing right. And again, if you believe right, the acting right would take care of itself. Are you here? So, 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 so we, we got to get out of that. And you hear messages centered around when you get it together. If, you can never get it together if that's the case. And I submit to you, a lot of people have become atheists because some unlearned preacher told them, God took your child because you did that. The devil is a liar. I don't know why God allowed certain things to happen, but don't you dare say he took someone's kid because they missed it. Took your mama a cancer cause, 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 cause she, she, she was out here being foul. See, you better watch who you're listening to. That's a doctrine of a demon. That is not the God. You, you've been delivered from God's judgment. That's, okay, I, I'll show you. You look at me like, I don't, I don't believe that. Let, let's read this verse and I'll show you. Now, the Spirit explicitly says that in later times, some will what? Depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Not teachings about demons, but messages influenced by demons. That's what doctrines of demons mean. Messages influenced by demons. Speaking lies, listen, just like there were false teachers disrupting those in that day, there are false teachers still trying to throw you off. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared. What the hell? When your own conscience is seared, what it means here? It means they become insensitive and hardened against the truth. In many, because of the wrong teaching, they have been they have become insensitive and hardened against the truth. I give you Bible. If we go back to what we talked about, trapped by your traditions. You have made the word of God of none effect because of your insensitive, huh, and hardened against the truth. Why? Because of tradition. And, and listen, man can say something. In other words, man has said something and handed down, handed down, and handed down. And that carries more weight in the lives of a lot of people. Than the truth of God. I mean, you see the truth, yeah, but um, my preacher said. Let me tell you something. And God bless everybody who has a call and all that. But but just because you have a call doesn't mean that you are above missing it or above being in error. You hear? We just seen what see we seen in First Corinthians five seventeen, you are in what new creation. So once you've been born again, listen to this, your sin nature 
has been completely eliminated from God's consciousness. From God's consciousness. I say it again. Once you've been born again, your sin nature has been completely eliminated, eliminated from God's consciousness. God, he's no longer looking at you on the basis of your sin. Why? Because you're a son now. See, this is hard to receive because you, you, you cemented, I'm a sinner saved by grace. Which one are you? you either saved by grace or a sinner. I'm not both. Now, you may have been a sinner who has been saved by grace through faith, but quit declaring, I'm an old sinner, saved by grace. I know I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm in right standing with God. Didn't this always that little voice on the side, but you just said the A word yesterday. I'm the righteousness of God. Yeah. Y'all here? Even while you are coming through whatever it is you're coming through. Somebody told you you weren't saved because you still like cool mouths. I'm not, am I, what am I, what am I saying? I'm not, I'm not telling you to go smoke, do anything. I'm saying if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, even while you're trying to stop smoking, you're still a son. That's what I'm saying because the Bible says that. You always got someone who, see, now, that, now what they're saying, they're trying to identify you with your works. So you're saying, I'm not saved until I stop, until I get to that point that I can stop. He won't accept me. You know, why you were yet sinners, he died for you. And see, and once you come into the knowledge more and more of the truth, you you will want to stop doing what doesn't looks like what doesn't look like your position because we're holy, we're sanctified, we're distinguished, we're set apart. So so so. But again, it's a process. So and if you're gonna get the smoker, you got to get the liar. You you got to get the gossiper, fornicator. See, you got to get, see, see, that's that sin consciousness. I know, it's, it's, well, let me tell you, to put us all, everybody, from the poor pit to the parking lot. We're maturing daily. We're working on something. Watch this. In my best English, everybody. Not everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so once you've been born again, your sin nature has been completely in it. Well, how can you say it? Because you are, old things are passed away. 
So your sin, so your sin nature is completely eliminated from God's consciousness. Let me show you some Hebrews ten seventeen. You here? It's a lot of information. <laughs> Pastor, be like, y'all can see it. Watch a two-hour movie. You take your time when you're up there teaching that word. If I knew they would sit two hours, I would, but <laughs> they looking now, man. My game come on about an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm going to miss half the tailgate. <laughs> but I do know this. Somebody going to win today and somebody going to lose. I do know that. <laughs> well, which team? No, because you'd be out here betting on it. And then, then, then not going to share the proceeds. So I'm not going to tell you who can win. You got to. I say who win, then you don't. Give me, give me such on, on such. such. <laughs> because of the new covenant, right? You see that in the previous verse. Look what verse 17 says. And their sins. And their lawless acts, I will remember no more. Do you see this? No longer holding. Why? Because as a believer, they have been satisfied. Do you see this? So when I said that your sin nature is completely eliminated from God's consciousness, Remember no more sounds like remember no more. There's no conscious remembrance of it. Why? Because that man died. She's a son now. Someone who has the same nature, character of God. Are you here? Romans 5, 1. Let me show you something. You have to, very familiar passage. We've been dealing with this, but I want to show you something. Therefore, since we have been justified, that is what? See, you've been acquitted of sin, beloved, declared blameless. And because of that acquittal, you have been declared blameless before God. Let us, see, you have to grasp that fact. See, and, and, and religious people would tell you, no, no, you got to stop smoking first. You got to stop light. No, no, I'm grasping the fact that I've been justified through Christ. His blood dealt with that. You have to get this. Let me tell you, who do you think will stop? I'm just using this one since y'all talking about smoking. Who you think is more inclined to stop more readily or sooner? The person who understands that God loves me in spite of this? Or the person you keep saying, man, you, you ain't never, you a liar. You ain't saved. If you would, you wouldn't be doing that. You going to hell. Who you think more inclined to? Huh? <laughs> Are y'all here? And, but, but that's what we get in a lot of cases. And, and some of them same preachers, if we were to follow them home, 
follow them to some of the places they frequent. They would have a better, they, they would express more love and, and, and have more compassion for people. It, it, but, but see, that's another problem. They, they get up in this pulpit, some, and act like they're perfect, and they're not perfect. And hide behind titles. I ain't never seen so many chiefs in the body of Christ. It, I'm a chief prophet. I'm a chief apostle. I'm a chief pastor. I'm a chief member. I'm a chief. Just, just, just whatever happened to being a son. And, and I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking tight. I'm just saying we can't hide behind that. Just do the work, man. We'll, we'll know what you are by your fruit. Just do the work. You ever roll past an apple tree and just yell at, I'm an apple tree. I'm a chief apple tree. Now, we know it's an apple tree by the fruit. That's... <laughs> sit, sit down. <laughs> All these preachers gonna be right, man. You messing it up. You messing up the game, man. Now get your act together, man. Are you here? I need to show you one verse. And I said we are dealing with, we're talking about a cleansed conscience because of his blood. And that's what we're going to pick up next week. But I, I want to show you a verse to let you know that you've been delivered from God's judgment. I said that, and I feel like I need to share it. Um, Romans 5, I think, Tamara, verse, get verse 8, 9, 10, 11, amplify it for me if you can, and I end right there. But I am going to show you and if you want to go home and study it, uh, you, you will find where we've been cleansed, or we should have a cleansed conscience because of the blood of Jesus. You can find that in Hebrews 9, verses 11 through 14, okay? And you'll see that, but we will elaborate on that next week. But I want to show you this. <clears throat> and to that sinner person, person who's never accepted Jesus, but God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Therefore, since we have now been, see, justified, declared free of the guilt of sin, so there should be, there should, why are you still feeling guilty about something that was buried? Okay? <clears throat> by his what? Blood. How much more certain is that we will be saved? From the wrath of God. So he's not out trying to beat you down and hurt you. Are you here? Verse 10. For if we were, in, see, for if while we were enemies, we were working out of God through the death of his son, it is much more certain, having been what? Reconciled that we would be saved from the consequences of sin or what came as a result of sin, but Jesus dealt with that debt, that sin debt, okay? That's what he's talking about when he said the consequences. What, what should have happened as a result of sin, okay? 
by his life, that is, we will be saved because of, see, there it goes right there, because of, he's, this, he's talking about what came as a result of sin right there, okay? Uh, we will be saved because Christ lives today. Not only that, but we should also rejoice in God, rejoicing in his love and perfection through our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom we have now received. And see, that's what I said earlier. You should be enjoying the freedom that you have in him. Why? Because I am now a son. I am seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He is not looking at me as one who's still outside of the covenant, someone who is a sinner. Are you here? In right there, let me see if I need to show you another one relative to where you are. Are you here? But kind of slow to figure. He said, "Listen, we point out a service so that we justify for you get compassion and service for knowledge, him eternal life, grace, this is trustworthy thing." I think it's Ephesians 2, Timur. Uh, Ephesians 2, start around verse 4. See, I just cut it off. I'm done. Y'all see yourself? Okay. So, let me show you something. Be, be, listen, the reason why we're taking our time on this is because for so long, for a lot of us, not everybody, we have been taught incorrectly relative to our relationship with the Father. So, People are serving God, minister, out of fear, not reverence and all. They're afraid of it, that if I don't do this, something bad going to happen. So every time something bad happens, we attribute to my performance. Didn't, I wasn't good enough. The devil is a liar. Now, the enemy will try to bring things your way. and You deal with that when it comes, but stop saying every bad thing is from God. God loves you, man. Listen, unmerited favor, meaning that there's a favor you have that you do not have to work for. That's what you're under. Are you here? But God being so very rich in this verse because of his great wonderful love, even when we were spiritually dead, and, and see, we're going to deal with that next week, that, that sin nature separated us from God. But his blood put us back in right standings with the Father. And we'll deal with that next week. Watch this. Even when we're spiritually dead and separated from because of our sins, he made us spiritually alive together with Christ. What? For by his grace, his undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved. There it go again from God's judgment. Who sees that? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap and praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.